Matthew 6, verse 31 to 33. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verses 1, 2 and 7. I have seen another evil under the sun, and it weighs heavily on men. God gives a man wealth, possessions and honour, so that he lacks nothing his heart desires. But God does not enable him to enjoy them, and the stranger enjoys them instead. This is meaningless, a grievous evil. All man's efforts are for his mouth, yet his appetite is never satisfied. Hi there, uh, so you want to make a difference uh, with your life. Uh, that's our topic we're looking at today. And maybe you're a bit disheartened by the, the reading in Ecclesiastes 6, because it's a bit like the ladder of success being climbed, which so many people do, only to discover that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Uh, blessed materially in every way, but no enjoyment. Uh, people often have wrong priorities, we have wrong ambitions, and in verse 7, their appetite is never satisfied, despite seemingly having everything. Perhaps surprisingly though, God actually wants us to be ambitious, but ambitious for the right things in life, uh, to make a difference in the right way. Uh, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, taught Jesus. And people go after some things, but are never satisfied. That's Ecclesiastes. But if we go after the things of God, then all of these things will be given to you as well. Jesus's words. I heard someone put it really helpfully recently. Um, they said, don't make secondary things your primary ambition. Now, some people might make money their primary ambition. Um, but imagine at the end of your life, turning up at the gates of heaven with a massive fortune. And everyone says, oh, that is so useful. We can play Monopoly. Um, as a secondary ambition, it's great. Make money. But make money to help the poor, to give everyone in the world fresh water, to eradicate disease, to make a difference in this world. It's a great ambition, but just don't make it your primary ambition. And in this case, be generous uh, because that's liberating. And as we look at the question, how can I make a difference? Uh, I want to draw on three concepts that I think are really helpful. Uh, the first of those is, is flavoured water. It looks like water, but that has a strong strawberry flavour to it. Just uh, uh, flavoured water. And Jesus said, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within them. And by this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. John chapter 7, verses 38 and 39. And these words have to be key in, about, in how we make a difference in our world. Streams of living water, of God's water flowing from you and me and bringing life. If you have faith in Jesus and are full of his spirit. But the waters that flow from you, while coming from the very spirit of God, will have a flavour. And they will have your flavour. They will taste like you. Um, and they should have the taste of your experiences, your gifts, your heart, your purpose, your abilities. Uh, God may give you things to say uh, to this world, but it will be with your mouth that you speak and with your manner and accent that says them. God may inspire you to sing 
uh, but it will be with your voice and your tonal qualities that expresses it. God may lead you to counsel someone, but it'll be done with your style of counselling and no doubt relate to some of the experiences that you've had. Uh, even the writers of the gospel were fully inspired by God's spirit, but he used their turn of phrase, their observations, their writing styles to convey it. We don't have to be like someone else to make a difference. We can be ourselves. In fact, we should be. Uh, Oscar Wilde uh, once said, be yourself, everyone else is taken. And uh, how true that is. Perhaps you love music or art or film. Then love it with all of your heart and allow God to use that love to flavour your water. If you love business or sales or strategy, then let that be what people taste when they encounter God through you. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness in whatever it is. There are things that can give a nasty flavour to water. And James warns us and writes about that in his letter. And we're to rid ourselves of bitter flavours, toxic components, anything like that that may come out of us. But do allow your unique passions and gifts and interests to flavour God's water flowing through your life. The second concept comes from this little thing, the peanut. And it is that small is good. When we want to make a difference with our lives, where do we start? And there's a story of a famous African-American scientist that is helpful here. Uh, a guy called George Washington Carver. He was around just after the American Civil War at a time when there was terrible racial prejudice and horrendous working conditions for those of colour. And he was probably the most prominent black scientist of the early 20th century. He single-handedly revolutionised agriculture in the American South through his work and his prayer, openly and integrating both uh, his faith in God and science uh, in his life. And what he did was he challenged the cotton planting culture of the day right across the plantations of the southern states um, and offered to them the, the possibility of growing peanuts instead which was far better for the soil. It puts nitrogen back into the soil. And together with other crops like sweet potatoes, we give poor farmers some self-sufficiency. The problem was that although it was uh, a perfect crop for the region, the peanut, there wasn't a market for peanuts. And so farmers were very angry about it. And Carver was really embarrassed as well. So he took it to God in prayer. And the story goes that he started by praying Oh Lord, teach me about the universe. To which she felt God said, that's too much for you. So he prayed then, Lord, teach me about man. Again, he felt the Lord responds, you are still thinking too big. Finally, he cried out, Lord, then teach me about the peanut. And from that prayer, he went back to his simple laboratory and discovered hundreds of uses for the peanut over his career. Ways to make fertilizer, paint, and glue. Uh, he popularized the peanut oil, uh, peanut butter, and he went on to write a book on how to grow the peanut and 105 ways of preparing it for human consumption. From his research and all that he managed to, to glean from other people that had gone before. So what can we learn about making a difference? Well, firstly, if you need wisdom, Pray about it. And that's what he did. Secondly, start small. 
Uh, you don't need to think about changing the world to serve God. Just start with the influence that you have in your world and start there. You know, a simple interest can turn into a historic career. So ask God for wisdom concerning the interests that you have, no matter how small they are, how simple they are. But then expect God to answer you. God has given you purpose and things for you to enjoy. Before I move on to the final concept, uh, if we really want to make a difference in this world uh, with our lives as servants of God, then surely as his servants, we need to hear his voice. We need to hear the master's voice. And we do that primarily uh, through the, the word of God. And uh, we've been going through the Psalms uh, on a daily reflection and we've got to Psalm 119. And many of you will know, some of you may not know, but it is the longest psalm in the Bible. Um, and so I'm going to be unpacking uh, it, each section, the 22 sections, the 22 stanzas that are in that psalm uh, every day over the next period of days. Um, it started yesterday uh, on Saturday. Uh, it continues today, Sunday. Um, so can I encourage you to watch them each day? Uh, subscribe to it, to the, the Hope Speaks playlist hope speaks the psalms on the riverside youtube site and together let's see afresh the practical applications of god's word as we take psalm 119 to heart to be re-inspired by god's word and seek to make a difference with our lives so the first one flavored water what flavor are we the second start small small is good the peanut and uh, the third concept uh, I want to talk about, and this is my visual aid, uh, headphones. Um, because it, it's about listening to the music of the future. I came across this, this quote, which I found so helpful. Uh, I love it. It said, hope is hearing the music of the future. Faith is dancing in it today. Hope is hearing the music of the future. Faith is dancing in it today. And when we ever try to sit down to clarify our purpose or set some goals, that can be about hearing the music of the future. It's about looking beyond where we currently are, where you currently are, to try to get God's perspective. You might see yourself doing what you were born to do or achieving what you're here to achieve, even though you're not in that place yet. Uh, if you tuned in today and saw the topic, how can I make a difference? Aren't you really hoping to hear a certain tune that gives you some clarity and direction? Uh, and when you start to hear it, maybe you'll start to tap your foot. And then maybe you'll, before you know it, you'll be dancing along to a tune that no one else can hear but you. You might only have a few notes to start. It might just be a simple riff, a musical phrase, but you know it's for you. It's your life music. And once you begin to get a handle on your purpose, then we have to have the faith to start walking in it each day. Have hope that God will let you hear some of that music now. God, open my ears and my heart to hear it. Then when you hear it, take some steps that will help you prepare for what's ahead. Hope is hearing the music of the future. Faith is dancing in it today. Maybe you even need a new dance partner uh, to practice with. Maybe you need to get acquainted with the future you so that the present you 
and the future you can team up together with God and you will both do great things. So in conclusion, how can I make a difference? Firstly, what's the flavour of your water? What are your interests, your passions, your gifts? Remember, be yourself. Secondly, small is good. Ask God for wisdom. Thirdly, what tune are you hearing of the future? And what steps can you take to start dancing in that today? But over it all, don't make secondary ambitions your primary ambition. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. Let's pray. Lord, I pray for all that are listening to this. If you're a young person, if you're getting on in years or if you're somewhere in the middle, will you show each one something fresh of your purpose for their lives? Something clear, something tangible that they can treasure and pursue. And will you, in your goodness, lead them and grant each one the ability to enjoy the journey so that each makes a difference for you. In Jesus' name. Amen.